What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. What happening then? Scott is here. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> you throw me off every single time you do that in these intros, man. And we are locked in with your boy Swayze and Yo, Rose hey. Don. What's going on with you, bro? Not much, man. I'm cool. How y'all doing? Good, you know, good, keep man. it warm up here. You know what I'm right. saying? It's so cold right. up here. You know right. what I'm saying? Hey, it's, it's, it's a little chilly down here, too, now. It's a little chilly down here, too. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to hear that. Yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> Florida is a different area compared to, to North Carolina oh, or Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Why was it? Uh, is it supposed to snow in Georgia this week? Uh, it keeps changing every day, but I think it's going to be too warm. Like, I think today is going to be like the coldest day of the week. Yeah, we literally have snow coming in on Saturday night, Sunday morning, Monday. Oh, y'all be closed for a week. I wish I was back home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, they're already in the chat. Let's Let me talk about... BHMG man, yo squad, yo they they stay deep every single time one of y'all show out man. I can only imagine what it's like when all of y'all together. It's 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 coming it's coming. Uh, I mean they already came down to Florida mm-hmm. and um we had the show we had the uh, BHMG showcase. Yeah, I saw that so the showcase. I, it was pretty dope. I was talking to Jay about it and um it was just only y'all, right? Yeah, it was uh well we had open the acts but um it was as far as like the actual um label it was uh me Dayo and Jay Sinatra um. We have Eric King as well. He was there, but he didn't perform. Yeah. He just came to show some support. But um, next time we're gonna get um, Dale and Tizo down from from Texas, come have him come down to Florida, and we just gonna you know kick it, have another showcase, you know, and and some more stuff is coming soon, man. I think uh, Eric was the new uh, gentleman that he introduced us. Oh yeah, to. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think Eric I think dope, we got man. him coming up but this week, maybe. It might be this week. It might be this week. Yeah, that we yeah, got him on the feature artist of the week. Yeah, man, he's a hell. He's a killer, man. Like, I. It's funny how I met Eric because I'm I'm the one that introduced him to the to the label. Like, oh, so you get uh, you getting that back end commission, huh? Right, you got finders <laughs> fee. No, 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 nothing like that. Um, I, it's it's actually funny because I I take I took a lift mm. and he was my lift driver. So he you know he picked me up and um. He asked me when I wanted to listen to, and I was like, "Oh, we can play, we can play my songs." And he was like, "All right, cool, play it." So I started playing it, and uh, he 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 was down for it. He started he started liking my music, so he was like, "All right, let me play some of my music." So he started playing, and I was like, "Yo, like, oh, you serious? Like, he, he's nice with it." So like after I, after he dropped me off, I called Jay, and I, I hit him, I hit everybody up in the group chat. I was like, "Yo, my left driver, he, he's nasty with it. He's nasty with the bars." So they was like, okay, send them. Send, send them. So I sent like a little clip mm. of uh, a song he did on SoundCloud uh, called "The Revolution," and they heard it and instantly. They was like, "Yo, link him, like link him, like do whatever you can, but link him." So we ended up getting um, Jay and, and Eric ended up meeting together at the mall, mm-hmm. chopped it up, and then the rest is history. Nice. Yeah, I was about to say, too. how does that even really work? It's just a matter of just right. a good conversation. How did it work with you getting on like that? Yeah, well, me, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's fun. Like me and Jay known each other since back 2013. We both worked at Sprint together. Okay. And we both shared, uh, we both shared a common interest in music. And he told me he was an artist. I told him I wanted to do music as well. And we just kept in touch. And um, one day I was on IG, and I just happened to scroll past his post. So I was like, oh, let me you know, let me hit him up on you know on, on the DM. So I hit him up. And I was like, hey, what's good? You know, I see I see what you're doing with the label. You know what I'm saying? It's dope. And then he said he had been, you know, looking at my songs too and, and saying that he liked what I was doing over there. So we met up, uh, chopped it up at the studio. And from that day, once we chopped it up at the studio, everything else just fell into place. And me, I just ended up Let me ask you this, because we, we talked to El Capitan last time. So he's coming from that point of view. But right. for you as an upcoming artist, like what did he present to you that made you want to like, cause you know, a lot of, not for nothing, a lot of new artists are kind of selfish. They want to do everything themselves, push their own music. They want to be their own machine. Like what did mm-hmm. he present to you uh, for BHMG to be like, I want to be down with this collective and y'all guys actually working together. Cause we, I'd like to, uh, 
to what's the name's point. Y'all push everybody all day long content. You don't know my name, bro. Chill out. <laughs> I mean, like it's just it's all family. Like at the end of the day, it's all family. Like we he he presented what he presented to me. He was just like basically saying like, you know, we got something special and we got something authentic. We want you know saying we feel like he felt he felt like what I had is something different, something you know unique, something that he hasn't seen in a lot of artists um, coming out. So he was like. You know, he just wanted to link and and basically get something started. And I, I told him I was like, I'm down as long you know, what I'm saying like whatever whatever I need to do to 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 link up and and to make this thing happen, I'm down for it. So everything everything after that was just history. You know, you notice with um like either labels or just a group of artists that don't have a big financial backing or like just get signed directly to a label when they're coming up indie it's always the more people the more content the better so you got to think like how cash money came about mm-hmm. um like any other any other great like wu-tang they all got found but they're all different like mm-hmm. it's a bunch right. of, like how y'all are doing it is kind of smart because everybody is different everybody seems like they can do their own thing if they wanted to but right. y'all seem like y'all move move more powerful together i mean just based off of promotion the chat as soon as like i post or scott posts one thing it's getting blown up to 10 different accounts so the more right. eyes the better so i mean just at that standpoint I, he could have sold me on, on that as long as i'm keeping what i need to keep on my end and he's yeah, keeping I mean, his we, promises on his end. Yeah, we all push each other, man. Like we, we, you know, we stay, we stay connected every day. We always chatting and texting each other and communicating with each other every day. Mm-hmm. Um, always sharing ideas. Uh, you know, just constantly pushing each other to be better. And that's something that I like about this. That's something that I feel like is unique about this group is that we always pushing each other to be better. And um, and it's it's like. All the different projects that's come out, every single song that I've, I've noticed that I've written or that I've recorded, mm-hmm. it's it's gotten better each and every time because I may see uh, they may see something that I may not see, mm-hmm. and they be like, okay, well maybe if you do this differently, or maybe if you do that differently, or say this at that part, you know, it can it can come out better. And and right. and same goes for everybody else. Like I, I may say something on Jay or whatever. Like anybody, you know, we all share our. Uh, share ideas with each other and we get better each and every day so uh, I definitely I definitely fuck with this crit yeah from your from your episode that we had on our show I don't think we had any any type of critiques from do you remember if we had any critiques from his songs that he gave us no I don't I, I remember the beats mostly and the flow um <laughs> They had like a uh a, 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 was it a sample in them or like a yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Rose done a sample average white band Oh, Oh, you made the beat yourself too? No, no. Actually, one of the in-house producers that we have, Young Absol, he made the beat. He made the beat for uh, Rose Dunn and Swing. Okay, shout out to him. Shout out to him. I like your sound. But I I do it. Yeah, I I think that's when y'all went went on y'all run on the show. They did, man. Back to back to back. (laughs) Which was dope, though, because all y'all were dope. And that's the first time we've ever experienced that. So um, I remember when uh, Jay Sinatra emailed us, he was like, I got a whole roster. We was like, send send them all. Yeah. So he really, uh, he said he set that up. And I I like there's no egos with y'all. Even talking (laughs) to him, uh, he was just like, you guys just want to work and be great. And uh, you can can definitely see that Mm -hmm. uh, with your content and how y'all work together and Mm -hmm. all that. So. Absolutely, absolutely. We just try to put out pure, authentic hip hop, R and B, anything. Like honestly, like I don't even consider myself a, a hip hop or R and B artist. I consider myself just an artist because I can do everything. I can do damn near pretty much anything. Hey, sell out, uh, bro! I heard you singing on IG. <laughs> sell out, <laughs> sell out, yo! Just so you know, what I'm saying like, like I, I can pretty much. I feel like I can pretty much touch any genre. Uh, anything I can put my mind to, I can definitely do. What do you uh what do you grab from for like inspiration or like your um uh honestly I listen to, I like I like a lot of oldies. I grew up on oldies. Like my mom, she was a, she's a singer as well. Gotcha. Um and I grew up like basically she was the reason why I started singing in the first place. I grew up I was a, a common church boy. Uh went to church, she was in the choir. I'm PK I started, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I started I was playing I was playing drum set at the age of 3. 
uh, started going, started singing at the age of five. I didn't really get into hip hop until I want to say high school. Like I started, I started like messing around and, and you know writing different things in high school. Didn't really take it serious until I want to say my senior year, going into my freshman year of college. That's when I started like actually sitting down, pen to paper, and writing. And um, and then I figured out that I was pretty good at it from the reaction of different people. So I was like, okay, maybe I can do this. So I started doing both. So. And you then, feel like it's easier it, nowadays to do music because I've been seeing a lot of posts as of recently. Like, music has been watered down so much that it makes kids look at it and be like, "I could do that." When in the past, it was like, "I'd never be as talented as like Whitney Houston or something." Just to I mean, right I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's hard to make music. Um, as long as you have that, as long as you have that creative mind, and you know, you like you find some type of inspiration, whether it be from listening to other artists, whether it be from watching TV, reading a book. I mean, I don't think making music is is that hard to do. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, I find inspiration from everything, like everyday life, uh, watching a show. I may see something on a show and, and write it, write about it, or I may listen to an artist or, you know, and, and get inspiration off of that. So I get everything, pretty much inspiration off of anything. So I think it's easy to, to come up with music. I would have to agree with that because um, people gravitate to what they like anyway. Like it doesn't right. matter what's coming out. Just like like shoes or whatever. Like it's a thousand shoes coming out, but you're only going to buy what you like. You know what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. I did want to ask you though, since you started listening to like rap and hip hop so late, like later on in life, mm. like what like what rap music pushed you to be like, yo, I, I can do this or I want to do this. Like what were you listening to then, like? My first, the first hip hop album I ever listened to that I bought personally was Illmatic by Nas. Uh, and just knowing that he was 16, spitting the way he was spitting, mm-hmm. like I was like, well, damn, like, I, I can do the same thing. So, like, why not? And that's when I started, like, actually, I would play a beat over and over again and sit in my room for like hours just trying to figure out how to come up with something. And even if I came up with a couple of bars within those hours, it's like, I still came up with something, right. and um, eventually, like, in, in a lot, even a, like a lot of people say that when I rap, I don't sound like a Florida rapper. Like, I sound mm-hmm. like something from up north. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, you know, and I and I feel like that the reason why is because I a lot of the a lot of hip hop that I, I used to listen to was up north, like Nas, Rock, Eric B and Rakim, KRS One. Um, Oh, Jay? I listen to Jay. Yeah, no, I listen to Jay's. Uh, oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but like, I, you know, I gotta, I gotta big up Nas because that was he was definitely the one that kind of steered me in that in the direction of rapping. So, what you think about his last album? It was dope. I, I think it was dope. It, it it was a good body of work. Me personally, I liked it. Okay. <laughs> you know, I say everybody has their taste, but I, me personally, like I feel like it was it was different. It wasn't like the it, it's not the it's not the Nas that they like back in the past, mm-hmm. but it's still Nas. I'm he with you. Still, still giving those bars. You know I what liked I'm saying? it. Like, it, it, I, I, I fuck with it. Sham is not a fan. Hate it. <laughs> well, what do you hate about it? Like, I hate it because it wasn't. I feel like they did Nas dirty on the joint. I feel like they had a whole bunch of vocals and they threw them on some beats. I mean, his lyrical content is always going to be there. I'm not like we're not right. even discussing that. But right. I didn't like how they put it together. I just didn't like how they put it together. Now, what's, what's, your, what's your favorite echo? song like off of that joint? Yeah. No, like off of off of Nas, off of the Nas joint. What happened? You said what's my favorite after the Nas? No, I was asking Sham. What was which one did he like the most off of that? I, Nas? I haven't I haven't listened to that joint since it came out. You know, like Cop Shot the Kid. Uh... That's that's the best. That's that was the no, best you, one of the whole album. I'm you like that because if you listen to the production on it, it's trash. The levels are all off and everything. Oh my it's trash. god! I, nah, I don't think so, man. I don't think okay, so. Okay, acoustic god. <laughs> <laughs> I think you bugging on that one. I, I liked it a lot. I was surprised. I right. actually ran that album back quite a few times, and I'll probably right. run it back tomorrow now that we're talking about it. Right. But I do want, I do want Swiss Beats Nas though. Echo, I you give me Echo Nas. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. what I want. That's fair. That's fair. That's what I want. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I was just disappointed. Maybe I didn't look, listen to it with mm. a fair ear. No, because by the time Nas came around, we were on uh, Red Hat Kanye. Yeah, and I was. And yeah. he already canceled Christmas on him. 
Yeah. <laughs> I might I might listen again. Maybe. When you're writing Swayze, are you are you writing in song format? Or are you just going in in the booth and just punching in line by line? Like how did you, how do you get your song structure and all that together? I write by song format, so like I'll listen to it and um so you like, know where the 16 the first, is and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, like I, I'll listen to it and I'll listen to the beat over and over again first just to get the feel of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm the type of person if I hear a beat if I'm not feeling a vibe of it I'm just gonna toss it mm-hmm. or either or tuck it away for something else. But um, I listen to the beat a few times just to get the vibe of it and then I'll start off with either it all depends sometimes I'll have the hook first and then other times I'll, I'll start off with write, writing a verse and then come up with the hook later mm-hmm. so it just all depends on the feel what if you had like a like a dope hook but you couldn't think of anything would you just hand it to Jay and be like here find somebody that want to do it or what if Jay <laughs> brings you something like yo this song is this way I want you to talk about this right. that and the third would you run with it like that, or? I mean, so how how that how how that works is like basically if I'm if I'm coming up with a hook and I'm like lost at some point or I have like a block, you know, I'll hit them up in the chat. Hey, what do y'all think about this? And I'll record a demo of it, mm-hmm. and they'll hear it and they'll tell me they'll they'll be straight up with me. There's like no, there's they're not holding back. They're gonna tell me, okay, well, it's, this is good, but maybe you can do this better. Or Jay will come, or you know, Jay or Tizo or mm-hmm. Dale will come up with something. And I'll be like, you know what? That's hard as hell. Like maybe that will work. And then I I'll, I'll record it, and then it come out great. Like so, we like that. And that's the that's the good thing about having a group chat because we all come up with ideas. Mm-hmm. And I may not have I may not have something at that time, but then somebody might say something or um give me an idea, mm-hmm. and it comes out and it works out well. You ever just do something and just think of it as a throwaway and be like, here, see if y'all could do something with it. Yeah, I have like I, I in my notes on my phone, like I have shit that I've written down or typed, or, and I don't use it. And I'll hear something later on in the future, and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And I go in my I go in my archive and I look, and okay, well, this will match with this, so let me try it out, and I just do it like that. I want to uh, go back to what you were kind of saying before the show. Um, you were saying there was a gap or something when you were making music, or this was your first song you recorded, or yeah. So swinging, I made about a year and a half ago, um, and I uh, it was like my first song getting into music, like really getting serious into music. And wow. um, I was working with a cat named Jimmy Lemire. Shout out to Jimmy if he's listening, if he's watching this. Um, you know, he brought his his equipment over and we recorded, and um. It, it it took me two weeks to record that song, like literally two weeks to record that song. And um, I was having trouble at first because I, I you know, I had never been in a real studio or recorded myself. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like a little, like a song that I did back in the day um, where I did like a hook and a little, but that was like back in high school. Um, but it was like my actual first authentic song that I did by myself. And, um, and it came out it, sounding like that? So that was about came, yeah, like, okay. Because we um, so Jimmy, Jimmy had this engineer in Miami um that worked with a lot of he worked with a lot of uh, celebrity artists like he he's done mixing and mastering Fetty Wap he's done mixing and mastering Ross and a, a lot of different artists so he hit him up and um I sent the track down and literally it was uh I was at work one day and I was driving in my work truck. And I got the email with the song, and I started listening to it. And I was like, "Wow, like, yeah. damn, it came out like that!" Like, and then from there, it was just I, I was like, that told me that at that moment, I knew I was like, okay, this is this is really something that I want to do. This is really something I want to pursue, and I just kept on with it. So that song was the first song that you recorded of yourself. First song. So you've I mean, never heard record. yourself recorded before then. No, I mean, other than the one that I did in high school, which yeah. I don't even really count that one because mm-hmm. it wasn't like everybody it, right high school, right? Yeah, like <laughs> and and, it was, and that one I, I sang I sang a hook and I sing a verse, um. So like that one I don't really count, mm-hmm. but like as far as like really trying to get into it, that was my first very first song. That's I did. dope that you actually liked your very first song that you recorded like that because for the most part, you know, most 
people when they hear this self recorded for the first time be like, oh, my voice is terrible, or they like extra Man. critique it, and then you got people around you like, what are you talking about? Like, no. <laughs> That was me. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't listen to myself. I personally have never had that problem. I always thought for some reason I had a radio voice. I don't know. Maybe it's just my level of confidence wow. or something wow. like that. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know, I've always thought I had a, I have a great voice. Right, my, maybe not right now because <clears throat> I'm a little, you know. But, yeah. When Scott, when Scott was first doing it, I know he was like. I hated it. Yeah. That's why I was trash the first couple of shows. <laughs> yeah, and like one thing about me, like when I'm recording, I don't like to hear my voice in the headphones. Like, oh yeah, that throws I, me I'm, off I'm, too. Yeah, that's crazy. It throws me off. It's a like, wild echo. It throws me off. So I have to, I have to tell him to take it off, mm-hmm. and then I'll listen to it afterwards. And if it's like depending on how it sounds, if I need to take another take, I'll take another take. Do you do it with one that, ear on, one ear off, so you can still hear yourself? It's just not echoing in your ear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one ear off, one will be on, one will be off. Yeah. This is very interesting because you said you recorded that joint a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and then you had uh, the second song, and like you're already developing your own sound. Is what I'm trying to what I'm walking to here. Like how right. do you how do you go from here to there that quick? Like what? Like that takes time for most artists to find. You know what I'm saying? That path, and he seems like you already know where and how you want to go, and that's just kind of crazy. Yeah, like I'm. Cause I like a lot of oldies, so I feel like I want to bring that old or that old '90s feel and that old '80s feel back. Um, and I know a lot of I know there's some artists that are, are you know they're bringing it back, like you know Tory Lanez. He samples a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you got J Cole that samples stuff. So like, there's a lot of artists that sample a lot of the '80s and '90s. So I try to do that and bring it back too as well. But I try to bring it with my own unique style. Um, so I, and like a lot of people that I, that heard my song said that like, I'm different. Like I'm not, I'm not like every other artist that comes out. Like I, I have something different about me. So that's dope. And do I think being, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was about to say, do you worry about the sampling though? As far as like, like you're going to have to give these away free or do you let the producer deal with that or, um, I mean, at the time I wasn't worried about it. Uh, Cause like I was like I was so excited to record my first song I wasn't yeah. I wasn't worried about it but like now I know like it's a process that you have to go through getting clearance and stuff like that and you know I um, there's a certain amount of years like a time frame that has to pass by before you can use a certain type of clearance I mean a certain type of sample so um, now is pretty much trying to figure out how to get that clear because I do want to get swing clear. Uh, eventually, like I'm, I'm working on that to get that clear. Um, so, yeah, because I that think one... Empire ate that up real quick. Yeah, as soon as we put it up. As soon as we put it up. <laughs> wow. Copyright. Really? Yeah, we pay them a lot of money. Don't yeah, worry. We, about we it. get a lot of copyrights <laughs> on people's music. <laughs> Cut them a lot of checks. A lot. Wow. Of... Well, it is what. It is. So you got these two songs, right? Mm-hmm. You have a project coming out. You want to talk about that? Okay, so the project. Uh, that I got coming out is called Forbidden. I actually shortened to t- shortened the title. It was called Forbidden Garden, um, but I shortened it to Forbidden. And basically, uh, Forbidden is pretty much in reference to my mind. So I call my mind the Forbidden Garden. Uh, I don't let a lot of people inside of my head. Okay. So it's just like this album is giving you access inside my head, like my everyday thoughts, what I'm thinking. Um, like what I've been through in life and the, you know, the pain, the happiness, everything. So, uh, and one of the, one of the models that I have is out, you gotta take that. So it's just like from the start of the album, it's 13 tracks. Uh, from the start of the album, it's pretty much the first track is, is welcome you inside the forbidden garden. And it's like, you think everything is so sweet cause you're inside, but then shit turns left real quick (laughs) so it's just like basically that journey through that forbidden garden and trying to get your way out and then once you get your way out um it's like you you pretty much it's like you're you're renewed like like you're reborn uh because you're going through all these trials and tribulations and then it's like after you come out of like you're you're refreshed you're reborn you come out a different person so that's pretty much what it is like the beginning of the album is basically the introduction the the entrance into the forbidden garden and then in the middle it's like you're working your way through it 
and then at the end it's just like the success of of actually try uh, like getting through it and and moving through all those obstacles so not kind of like oh, oh, go ahead scott no, I was gonna ask you are, you: are you? Would you? Do you write like just music for anybody else? Because I feel like you're a writer. I feel like you can compose a song. This is this. Sing it like this. I see you doing that just from what you're telling us. Because you, your your thought process on the song right now, you just starting off. It's mm. not. I don't just. It it doesn't come off as you just as an artist. I can also see you like writing as well. Right, I haven't I haven't written for anybody yet. I was I mean I'm I'm down I'm down for it. If somebody to write for them, I'll do it. Um but uh it's just I like my mind runs a thousand miles per hour every single day. So it's like I'm always coming up with different ideas. Even the like the rest of the crew will tell you like I'll be in a group chat. <laughs> Literally I made my album cover and I sit in the group chat, everybody liked it. And then the next day I'm like, okay, what about this? And they're like, bro, <laughs> no, stick with the first. Like, no. <laughs> and then I, I come up with something. I'll come up with like, I came up with like at least 10 different concepts for my album cover. And then literally was like, no, stick with the first one. Bro. Like this, you're all over the place. So stick with the first one. So I have to learn how to like slow down. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? And not go and not, not overthink things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a two part question for you and what you're working on for your project now. Um, do you already have the songs made already that you have the idea that you have that you want to flow in this direction, or are you starting off like this is what you envision? Because if this is something that you envision, I like the concept a lot as far as forbidden in the way of just entering your mind because I could see you stretching that kind of over like a series of different albums instead of giving everything all at once mm-hmm. um, like making it flow that's just like my opinion on it and then um, secondly do you are you gonna are you also the kind that would like make a song and be like that doesn't really work here but I have a second album ready in mind let me place it over there yeah um so to answer the first question, um, I come up with the concept first, and then I'll, I'll listen to a lot of different beats to see to match that vibe. And then once I find once I find the beats to match that vibe, then I start the writing process. And then once I finish the writing process, then I record. Mm. Um, there's there's been times where like I've like because the beats that I came up with came up with originally, I scratched like at least eight of them. Um, and I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna save this for future projects because I feel like this doesn't fit the vibe <laughs> as much as this beat does. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the out of the 13 tracks, um, eight of them, my little brother, uh, he's 15. He produced eight of the tracks out of the 13. He's also <laughs> he, he's also he's also one of the in, he's also another in label. So shout out to my brother, Da. Um, but uh, he uh, he produced like eight of the beats, and it's crazy because like he's only been producing seven months now. Well, okay, seven yeah, <laughs> going on seven months now, and he does not sound like he's been producing for seven months. Like he sounds like he's been in this for about a couple years. Now. What is he using? Uh, he's using Fruity Loops. FL Studio. Yeah, that's genetics over there. I'm, I'm, I'm not. This is, I'm not. <laughs> so like, and, it, and it's cool because like me and him, we have a chemistry now. Like I, I, you know, we'll sit in, sit in the garage, and we call the garage the lab, and like we'll sit in the lab for hours just making beats, and like I'll start like coming up with different ideas on the spot, or like you know because I have it because I used to play like, you know I used to play in the band. I used to play percussion, so I have an ear for music as well, and I know how to read music. So he'll like he'll start off making a beat, and I may hear something, and I'll be like, okay, wait, add this or, or add that here, and then do this here and tweak that. And then he may hear something that I may not, which is mind blowing because he's fit, like you know he's fifteen, but like I didn't think he would have that musical ear the way he does. And, like he has a like I honestly feel like he has a gift, mm. like to be able to create beats the way how he, that he's been creating them. So it's pretty cool, like, our chemistry, the way how we bounce off of each other. And you saying that you can read music makes total sense now. Yeah. I can hear that now. They just connected everything for me. Now, now that makes total sense. You can always tell when somebody can actually read and knows music when they create music versus 
not knocking anybody else, but you can just tell the difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Re- like, yeah. Reading music. Like, I, I, I was um, my senior year of high school. I was, um, I had a full ride to Bethune Cookman. Um, I was composing my, I was comp- composing my own tracks. I mean, my composing my own sheet music. Um, I was at that time. I was playing trap set. I was playing piano. Um, I started playing the xylophone. I was playing everything, and uh, so it's like. I feel like that brings extra to the table when it comes to creating Absolutely. music because it makes yeah. it a little bit. It makes it a little bit. Sure. sure. That's one thing I'm mad. That I can't. I got a trumpet and I opened that thing up the other day and I was like, "What are these squiggly lines?" I don't even know. <laughs> I tried to play that joint. It was like, <sighs> I was like, "Nope." Put it right back up. Put it in the closet. One day Anthony will probably use it. But yeah, definitely. You know, sheet music. Yeah, that's that's dope that you can actually. It's 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 crazy because like. When I first got into band sixth grade, I remember I went to uh like you know how in sixth grade you go and try out different instruments and they mm-hmm. and you find out which one that fits you. So I remember my first day of sixth grade, I went to try out different instruments and I and um my band director wanted me to play French horn. So really? I came home and I was like, Mom, you know, like, guess what? I you know, I tried out for my instrument. She was like yeah, percussion. I was like, no, French horn. She was like, what? She was like, hell no. So she, so, so, she, so she came up to the school the next day and she told him, she was like, he's been playing drums since he was three. He, he needs to be in percussion. Like, the French horn, no, I'm not spending all that money on no French horn. <laughs> I put my hand inside, right, right in the bottom of the other. Right. But then as soon as, as soon as I started playing, as soon as I started getting into drums like I was tapping and beating all around the house so mm-hmm. it was just like she got annoyed with it like she was oh stop all that tapping you know and, but um yeah percussion like once I got into it it, it definitely I, I feel like that was definitely the right instrument for me because I, yeah. I, I I tap and make beats all over like I'm, I'm at work I make beats I'm, I'm driving I make beats I do every I make beats everywhere so you never try to record yourself doing it um, I have like a long time ago, like in high school. Like I made videos with um a couple of my um a couple of my friends that was in high school with me that that played percussion with me too because mm-hmm. I played snare. So like I was really I was into that like making the videos like the court. You know how like you watch on YouTube the court style yeah. videos when they play snare stuff. So I would do that. Like me and three other three of our, of our snare mates, we would all play and practice. And be at each other's houses and practicing. So like we used to always make videos, um, but I never took it as, as seriously as far as like posting it and you know mm. le- and letting people see what I have. You know, so well, I was just saying ever- as far as like making it like a like a beat because you know you can oh, like- record yourself doing it, then just bring that into FL Studio and then just right. chop it up how you want to chop it up. I tried producing, um, but it didn't like it was too tedious for me mm. and. I, I can I can really get into it. Like I, I started for months and then seeing how tedious it was and how many hours I had to spend trying to make the beat. Like I was like, uh, I'll just stick to you know making beats like playing and and singing and I'll stick to that. <laughs> as far as the beats, like I can't do it. You ever played the piano? Did you ever learn how to play piano? Cut said it's uh they they cross over. Yes, uh, I was actually in piano lessons. I was forced to play. Yeah. Uh, it, but I mean, I'm going to look you up, man. I think your family probably like an old band or something, and y'all just had, yeah, Motown or something, man. I yeah, man. I, like, honestly, like, yeah, my, like, my mom definitely was the, was the music head in the family um, out of everybody. So when, when I was growing up, she was always singing. You can tell it was the Saturday morning when it was time to clean because she always had the R&B and the gospel playing in the background. So she was definitely the reason. I would honestly say she was the number one reason why I got into music the way that I am today. That's what's up. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was about to ask him some swagged out question real quick. Uh, yeah, go ahead if you got some. I, I, I just need one. to know where Rose like... Don came from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Rose Dunn, like in the Forbidden Garden, is um, I, it's like a like the garden is filled with dead roses, mm. and dead roses can symbolize anything. It doesn't necessarily have to mean like like darkness or whatever, but it can just mean like you know 
the the beauty of a dead rose like it, at, at one point in time it had life you know it um and you know and eventually it dies out but it's it still has some type of beauty into it so like the rose dawn i came up with that uh i don't know i was i think i was i think i was rapping one day and one of my boys was like yo that would be a dope ass alter ego and i was like for real and i was like yeah rose dawn he was like i feel and it was like it would match your sways and I, okay I'll, I'll test it out let me try it and it just it rang it, it stuck with me and i and when i made rose dawn i just was like this is definitely like my alter ego this is definitely something that i can stick with and it it's been it's been riding with me ever since yeah like, like that that's one of my i like the, that one more than i like both of them but that's my favorite i'll say that right i like rose I appreciate dawn. it yeah i like rose dawn but when does the project actually drop what is it uh my project for being dropped is December this month. Okay. okay. So literally in a couple of weeks. So I'm in I'm in the process of finishing some songs and um finishing writing and then I'm gonna record the rest of my songs and then turn it in and then thirty first it's a wrap. And we'll know when y'all when y'all start posting it up there, we'll go ahead and hit that repost. Yeah. yeah. I do like I have uh, I have, I have Jay Sinatra featured on it, and then in, in this uh, this album, I kind of challenged everybody on the label. Like, I did songs that were out of their comfort zone, so mm-hmm. I put them on features that were like a completely different, completely the opposite songs that they would normally do. Just this, you know, what I'm saying just to see how it come out. And like so far, like it's it's crazy. Like I put Dale on the track, on an R and B track, and he killed it. Um, and then Jay Sinatra, I put him on a. Um, this one is going the track that I put him on is a more personal song. Mm. So like I'm bringing that. Uh, I'm bringing something out of them that I, that they normally don't. Was bring it out. A, was it a sample sounding beat? You should have put it on like something techno no, or something. No, no, <laughs> nothing, nothing sample, nothing sample. But I do have I have one of the features on my album. It's a very special feature. I'm not gonna give it away now. Uh, they don't. Um, not even well. Yeah, not even not even the label knows who this feature is. Uh, but when the when the, when the tape comes out, when the album comes out, you definitely know. The man got Ross himself. Yeah, <laughs> 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 I was about to ask you something. I forgot. I completely forgot what it was after thinking about Ross. Oh, I know what it was. Um, when you're doing the features with the guys, um, or just features in general, are you making them mm-hmm. join you in the studio? Uh, yeah, Dale. When Dale came down for showcase, we actually went to the studio that day the that like that that morning like i think it was like around 11 mm-hmm. and we, we recorded one of the songs for the album that day so that was the, the, the me and dale's track was the first track that got done out of the album oh, but um man, not, not, <laughs> not at all man we just we trying to we just trying to bring that old vibe back man that, that people like uh that authentic feel so it's just we as many tracks as we can come out like even after this album I have another concept for another album coming out after this this album that I'm coming that's going to come out after was actually supposed to come out before this one but then I you know I held it back um this one is going to be special too uh but it's going to it's going to come out later on next year and then I got a um I got a, a EP that I'm going to start working on with Tizo uh, me and him are gonna collab on the EP together, so that's in the works as well. Like concept of ideas are coming up together too. Okay. Cooking, yeah. cooking, cooking. You yeah, coming I'm out just... with any visuals for the music? Yes. So, um, I wanna, I wanna do visuals for Rose Dawn. That's that that because that seems to be, or oh, other than swinging, like that seems to be the favorite uh, for the visuals. So I'm gonna come up with the visuals for that. I already have the concept and the ideas that I wanna do for that one. Um, swinging. I do want to come up with that one as well. Um, still trying to figure out how I'm gonna pull that one off, but it's it's gonna come. I'm I'm worrying like right now I'm focused on the album, so like I'm, I'm gonna worry about those later on. Probably they probably might come out around the springtime. I'm gonna try to see if I can aim towards the springtime or or close to like the um close to like the beginning of summer. Take your time, man. Um, yeah. What are you about to say? What was I about to say? Yeah. I had like three things. I've been go, counting. Go ahead, yo. <laughs> I can see it in your face. Yeah, they were just coming in my head. First thing is, um, 
I'm a fan of what y'all are doing. I'm a fan of the crew, the crew movements. Like uh, that's what I like when I was growing up. The Rockefellers, the yeah. I love all that. I love when everybody moving as one, and it's a big situation. So I do like that about y'all. My two random questions though were like, you said you listen to a lot of old school. Do you have a favorite old school artist like that you consistently go back to? And then uh, it, like what decade? Nineties, eighties. Uh, we gonna say we gonna say eighties and back. Eighties and back. I would have to say Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Um and hmm. Marvin Gaye and Teddy Pendergrass. And Barry White. And Barry White. I didn't appreciate Marvin until I got older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I like I was I was like, I started listening to Marvin when I was like seven or eight. I didn't understand what he was talking yeah. about. But I, was, mm. I was, I was, I was rocking, it. rocking it, listening. Like his he voice is, he has that voice that just attracts you. Like, so it's, like, it draws your attention. And so, it's super effortless too. Yes, yeah, like, absolutely. It's a, video, it's a video of him in the studio. Like, if you ever get a chance, it's a video of him like in the studio, and he's like on the couch or something, like. Mm-hmm. Singing like chilling and it's just coming out. I, I so think epic. somebody posted that joint on IG. Like he was literally laying down on that joint, like going crazy. Like it was crazy. And my uh my last question, um, since it's December and it's the time of the season, what is your album of the year? Oh, why you had to do me like? Because uh, it's about uh, to be a, a list every day from the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your personal favorite. Your personal favorite. No, don't knock a pan mm. popular opinions. Like your like what's the album you've been hitting all year? It's really been it's really been two. Okay. Uh it would be a toss up between Scorpion and um Love Me Now with Tory Lanez. Oh okay. look, Tory Lanez just dropped that project. Yeah, like because before before Tory Lanez dropped the project, like I was Scorpion, yeah, pretty much either every day or every other day. Like, mm-hmm. Scorpion is a reputation. Heck, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a Drake fan, so I, I listen to a lot of Drake. Um, but uh, when I hear Tory Lanez, I, I mean, I've worked with Tory Lanez since, since like the Chicks Tape series from Chicks Tape one all the way to four. I'm glad uh, you're talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Chicks Tape one through four, like, people, like, if, if people haven't heard Chicks Tape one through four. They, it, like, they, yeah. like that's a very slept on series, very slept on series. So let me ask you this follow up uh, question then okay. of the great debate. What's up? The Joyner Lucas Tory Lanez joint, right? Tory, oh, Tory, Tory completely watched Joyner, right? So he watched him. I came. feel like he watched. Like, don't get me wrong, Joyner came back and he he had bars. He he was definitely spitting bars, but Tory, Tory has that style that I feel like. Is just it's I wouldn't say cocky, but mm. he he's he's, he's, he's sure of himself. He's mm. very confident. Yeah. So it's just like, and and like I I was I seen a freestyle battle when when Tory was fifteen. So I was just like I knew I knew he was gonna give him a bit. Like I I knew it was coming. And when I heard Lucky You freestyle, I was like, yikes! Like damn. <laughs> yeah. Like, so he, so he part two, part two to this. Mm-hmm. Based on Tory Lane's style, rapper okay. for rapper, mm-hmm. if him and Pusha T would have the same type of competition, who would get the better of who? I know I'm probably gonna get butchered for this you're after not. this interview. You're not. You're not. I, can I know they're gonna. I know they're gonna chat after this interview, but I'm gonna have to give it to Tory. I feel like Tory would would snap on Pusha. Based on what? How? Just delivery, style, the flow, his cadences. Like, that man has a million different flow. Like he said, I have a million flows. Like, Thank you. The man has too many different cadences. Like, Thank Pusha, you. Don't get me wrong. Pusha got bars. That's what I'm not saying. So I'm, I'm, I'm not saying Pusha don't have bars, but. If it was a straight bar for bar, would you, would you still? Like, if it wasn't like. 
because he said he did ask the question similar to this Jorna battle. Mm-hmm. Whatever, but <laughs> bar for like a traditional battle, like bar for bar, like smack style. You think Tori would be pushed? Yeah. All right, interview's over. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm right with you, man. I, he he don't get it. He don't get it. But it's just, I know. It's, I no 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 no. It's not that I don't get it. We we already discussed what happened when we talked about this the first time. Now, if we discuss or we're talking about how they him and Jordan went at it with the songs and the hooks and all that, I can kind of see your point. But okay. bar for bar, straight up, I, I, you cannot convince me Tori can beat. You can't. I'm sorry. Like, there's no convincing. But if you think about it, Push only has bars. That's it. He that's don't what have, I, I don't. I feel like I feel like he he doesn't have a better style than Tori. He doesn't have he, he he can't he doesn't switch cadences like as many times. You like you gotta be able to switch cadences. You gotta be able to have different you gotta have style you gotta have confidence. Like I feel like Pusher he would just give the bars. That's it. That's what I'm saying for bar if it was, it was, it was just about bars, that's if it was just hey, about bars. Those punchlines better be incredible. We're talking about push. We're talking about a push. What you, we're not doing this right now. Yeah, I mean, no. That's day. like that's like okay, but that's like saying push. That's like saying push can can top Reed Dollars or uh, yeah, that's an old that's that's throwback from Philly. I don't know if anybody know Reed Dollars. Yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, I'm about to say yeah. That's like know. that's like that's like push going against Reed Dollars or Cassidy. It's not happening. It's not it's, happening. Yeah, that's not happening. It's 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 dead at that point. <laughs> even conceded, even conceded, and Charlie Clips would give push to the. I mean, that, that's their line of work. That's, oh, that's why no, I, see, see, no, no, he got you. He got you. No, he didn't. No, he didn't because Pusha T can make better songs than all them dudes, which is to yeah. y'all point, which is to your point, which when is it comes to your point. But you're talking that, about straight bars. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm not asking about Charlie Clips and Cassidy. I'm talking about Tory Lane. But, but they get bars too. I'm talking bars about Tory Lanez. Y'all are telling me in a conceited Charlie Clips environment on Smack DVD type shit that Pusha T will get washed by Tory Lane. So bar for bar. How about this? Go watch the go watch the freestyle oh. that Tory did when he was fifteen. I saw it. And oh, and, and he's not and gonna he be impressed. No. You weren't impressed. I'm he not saying. Here's the thing. I'm not saying Tory's trash at all. I like Tory. I'm not saying that at all. And in the setting of the the Jordan battle. I definitely understand that because Tori knows how to put stuff together song-wise. He does have the, the flows and all that. But if we're just extracting all that and we're talking about straight up rapping, all that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm upset, so I'm using different words. I know. That's why I'm laughing. That's why I'm laughing. But honestly, if Pusher, if Pusher, if Pusher can give the bars like you say he can, he responded to Tori when Tori called him out. No, I, no, 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 he wouldn't be, why would I, why would I push it? Make it hot. No, 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 I need quiet. Say, cause, 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 all these capes came out for not a nowhere. <laughs> Just finally, but somebody see, that has listened see, to Tory the way I have listened to Tory. But see, push, push, can, push responded. Push can respond to to Drake, but he can't respond to Tory. What's the difference? If, if somebody if somebody puts out a, if somebody puts oh, out oh no, a Drake was responding to Tory though. It was real subliminal stuff. Right, it was subliminal, but I mean like Tory called him out numerous of times. Yeah, oh, I want the smoke. But Tori the gave smoke. him a whole mixtape. I want all the smoke, and he did not respond. I honestly, I, and I'm not even being biased. I wouldn't have responded to Tori out there because he was hype off the joiner. He was really just hype. He was calling out everybody, like, "Give me everybody that raps." Give no, we were talking about like pre, like when they really had beef. Like, I wouldn't respond to Tori either, especially me being that big of a star and nobody knowing who he really is in Toronto. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I wouldn't. I if I was pushed, I wouldn't even respond. Like, there's no need, like. Tori's there is a, yeah. There's no need for push to respond to Tori. Because <laughs> I feel like if Push would have responded to Tori, that would have been a massive. He would have looked, looked crazy, especially yeah. off, off the Drake joint. He would have looked crazy, mm-hmm. regardless of what he said going after. That would have looked stupid. Like mm-hmm. that would have made no sense. Like just keep capping that Drake. 
and call it a day. He could have dropped some crying emojis in like the comment section under Tory's joint and just let it go. Because uh, somebody tried to put <laughs> on him, so he had to he had to tighten up. And ain't no more playing. Anymore. There is no more playing with him. <laughs> I did have one more question before we get us, us out of here. Um, oh, since, since you only did two songs and you're working mm-hmm. on your EP, was that uh, showcase the first time performing? No, no. Uh, my first time performing was earlier this year. Um, it was it was just a regular uh, like a regular showcase at and um, shout out to DJ Alex B. Uh, he definitely he definitely looks out for all the indie artists out here in Orlando. Um, he's he's definitely given us the opportunity and platform to be able to bring our music to to light um, for people that haven't heard it. So um, my first actual showcase was like I want to say back in like June, like, like June yeah like June July it was like around my around my first 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 um, showcase. Okay. Oh, so it wasn't like no mom spaghetti. You won't nervous, nothing like that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, after, yo, Sham, if you don't got anything, I don't got anything either. We can give the floor to to Swayze. Oh, um, no. Nah, go ahead, man. Go ahead, rep your set, man. Whatever you gotta promote and shut your stuff out. So, uh, yeah, I definitely have a headlining show. Uh, it's on December twentieth. It's in a couple of weeks, so I'm, I'm definitely promoting that. So be on the lookout for that. Um, a lot of open. I have like thirteen opening acts on that on that um, showcase. So it's definitely gonna be dope. Uh, so December twentieth, market calendars. Uh, I definitely will have visuals for that once once the showcase is over. I'll be posting that um, album dropping on the thirty first uh, for New Year's Eve. Uh, so I'm bringing in the the new year right. Yeah, man. Um, be on the lookout for you know the compilation tapes coming out later on next year. Uh, the the EP with me and Tizo. Um, future projects with you know we got we got different singles coming out. Um, my second album will probably be later on next year, probably around the summertime. So yeah, everything everything is looking pretty good right now. We just we definitely definitely coming. And if you haven't heard us yet, you just know. Up and knock it down. For sure, man. For sure. <laughs> Keep the grind going, man. Like I said, me and me and Sham, we like we like what y'all doing. We like what your whole team brings to the table. Um, you guys seem like good individuals so far. So, you know, we here. We here. Anything that. we could do to help that. y'all, you know, let us know. And definitely, you know, shout out to y'all, y'all, the spotlight and 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 definitely, you know. All the indie artists that are out, you know, bringing out on all their new projects, so you keep bringing it out to the spotlight on YouTube. So shout out to y'all too. Appreciate but, uh, that. Definitely, definitely put bringing us on the platform. For sure, man. Hey, with your real old heads, we were locked in with your boy Swayze, a part of the Broken Hearts Music Group. Ha <laughs> ha! I got it. <laughs> we out. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's going on, gang? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy Tiki Ten Mill here. Hey man, Sham God's got it here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.